All right, so I want to talk about the NASCAR schedule for the Cup Series that came out a week or so ago, and just to share some of my opinions on it. So I think there's a lot to like about it. I'm going to start with something I don't like, then talk about what I do like, and then more about what I don't like. So the first thing, I really didn't like this because uh, I'm super salty about it, um, and it's because of Dover. I'm very biased to Dover. Very first racetrack I went to for all three series to watch races when I was little uh, means a lot to me because it's only about an hour and a half away from the beach I grew up at. Uh, in fact, a lot of the races that I first went to to pit at Dover, my family would go and stay at Ocean City and we would drive up every single day to, to do whatever race I was doing that day. And so that was really special. Um, then after staying down at the beach was no longer an option, my parents actually ended up getting a camper and they camped down there and so we camped with them. And we did that for several years. Uh, camped right across the street from Miles the Monster several times. Could look out the window and see his glowing red eyes. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really biased on Dover. It means a lot to me. Uh, very special with the experiences I've had with my family there. Foremost, then beyond that, uh, I think every year, if you look at the 10 or 12 best races of the year, Dover ends up being on that list with both races. I think it provides good racing, exciting racing, uh, and it's just, it's not, it does not fit the mold of the cookie cutters that we have become so prominent with in this series. It's something different, and I've raised the same argument about Pocono, by the way. It's people like, oh, it's boring. It's different, okay? Tell me a race that, you know, would you like to see another Kansas or another Chicago versus these two places? I, I don't think so, and I feel like that's part of the thing that just happened is we lose a race for Dover to go to another cookie cutter, albeit a small cookie cutter in Nashville. But not only that, um, and, and I understand, you know, Nashville Motor Speedway and uh, Dover are owned by the same group, so I understand how this came to be. Um, it wasn't completely shocking to me that they did this, but <laughs> I've been to Nashville a couple times, and my opinion on Nashville was always... It wasn't good racing. It was just another cookie cutter. Um, it's not really in Nashville. It's it's kind of a ways from it. It's kind of just in a place. And at the time, they, it seemed like they were doing a lot of construction around the track. It just wasn't a very aesthetic place to go see a race. The racing wasn't good. So to me, it was very surprising that they added Nashville back on because I feel like there was a reason we left Nashville. And there was a lot of good reasons why we left, left Nashville. Um, but I do think that there is, uh, it is important for us to test the market in Nashville because we do crown our champion there. I think there is a market, a lot of fans that want us to come back to that area. And unfortunately, we're not going to the short track there in Nashville. But, uh, you know, maybe NASCAR can't say this yet. Maybe that's in the plans that eventually we, we start running at the, the big track. Then we'll move to the little track when they can get it more race ready for the cup series because there is a lot that is involved in getting those racetracks you know safe for competition um, get the infrastructure in place that can house fans can house a cup race there because uh, that is that is something we tend to forget when we say things like bring back Wilkesboro or bring back Rockingham these, these tracks need work to get those done so um, that was my opinion on Dover uh, I was I was not very big fan of that but moving to what I do like, uh, 
Texas gives up a race to for us to go to Circuit of the Americas, or also known as CODA. I'm extremely excited about the fact that Texas loses a race, even though it's gaining the All-Star race, which is another kind of weird one, but I'm happy the way this one played out. Because we run two 500-mile races every year at Texas, and it's just, it has not been great racing at Texas, in my opinion. Um, I know they keep trying, which is awesome. Keep trying. They, they, you know, they widened out turns one and two. I don't think it's kind of come into what they expected, especially with the engine package that we run and the, the aero package we run. You really can't run the high side just yet. But, um, hey, it, it, we're going to a track that I wouldn't think we'd run very good at as, as far as our series. But it's kind of surprising when you look at Circuit of the Americas. I feel like it runs smaller than what it is. It runs more like a shorter track than what it is. And uh, what I mean by that, like if you look at a track like Richmond, Richmond's three quarters of a mile, but it seems to run more like a one mile, mile and a half kind of. It just it just doesn't run like a short track anymore. I think Circuit of the Americas will run more closer to a short track similar to the way that uh, Sonoma has in the past, that Watkins Glen has in the past, because you get these tight turns where everyone can kind of bunch up and kind of try to run in on people and kind of move them. So I think it, we might end up putting up good shows there. I was concerned because of how big Coda is. And, but even Road America, they're, they're big, long tracks. But we've been putting on really good shows at Road America in the Xfinity series. I was concerned... The same way at the uh, the Daytona road course. I thought it was too big. Everyone would get spread out, not be able to race very good. And we ended up putting on a great show there. So I think Coda will end up being the same kind of deal. You'll see um, a lot of beating and banging going into the, uh, the hairpin there. And then that kind of uh, tight right-hander, left-handers near the back half of the course. So... I think those will end up being better races than I originally anticipated. So I'm really excited to see these on the schedule and see how that turns out. I think Road America will be fantastic. The fans up there are great. It's a great atmosphere up there. And it's just produced really good racing, better than I, I could have anticipated. So I think these are great additions. Indy being put on the schedule, though, I'm excited to see it. I think it'll be a better race than historically the Brickyard 400 will be. It is sad, though, that uh, we're losing the Oval, and I think that's, it. to sum it up, a guy like Chase Briscoe winning the Xfinity race on the road course, and uh, his comment to it was, it's very special, it means a lot, but it wasn't the Oval, and I think that that kind of speaks volumes about it, but at the end of the day, our races, up until the past few years at Indy, have just kind of been... <laughs> what everyone thinks about Pocono, they may not want to admit it, but he's exactly the same as Indy. Everyone kind of got in line, they got spread out, and that really not much happened. Somehow over the past few years, we, we get all these cautions going on, but uh, historically Indy, it's been more about it being Indianapolis than it being a good race, that we a good show that we put on, and we need to put on a better show for the fans. So I, I, I agree with it, but it is sad to see the Opal go. So um, those are the things I'm excited to see 
you know, obviously Homestead moving up in the schedule. I think that that's kind of a cool deal. Uh, I think Homestead's a much, it's one of the best uh, championship venues I think we we could have because it is so such a neutral place. Everyone can kind of run their own race. Uh, the the surface has kind of started to wear out. It's it's providing really good racing, and it provided racing that the champions could kind of run their own race, which is what you kind of need for for the way we have the championship race set up. So, um, but Homestead wasn't one of my favorite tracks. It's turned into one of my favorite tracks. So I think no matter where they put it on the schedule, as long as it's not in the dead of summer, man. Um, yeah, very beginning of schedule, very end of schedule. I think that's where Homestead needs to lie. Um, now there's some things that I'm iffy about. Um, I'm going to talk to, talk about Atlanta and Darlington first. So I know that there's a reconfiguration in the talks of Atlanta, maybe possibly turning it back to an oval like it used to be. Um, and that's great. Atlanta is a great racetrack and it has a great surface. So it, that provides great racing. The tires wear out phenomenal. Um, my biggest problem with this is there a reason we there's a reason we started racing Atlanta once a year, and uh, so going back twice a year, I think Atlanta has been on the rise over the last few years because we've only gone once. So I'm I'm a little iffy about this decision, um, because even though it's been great racing, it doesn't seem to draw the fans quite as much. So. Even with a reconfiguration, I'm not sure how that's going to play out. I thought once a year was going to be great. and uh, But I think, you know, going into 2022, 2021, 2022, and 2023, and all these, I think there's going to be more changes to the schedule. So uh, this may not be a permanent decision to put Atlanta on um, for, for two races. And the same with Darlington. Uh, these, these are great racetracks. These are very historic racetracks. They provide great racing. But it seems like the more we race there, the less special they become and the less the fans become interested. Uh, I, I don't know that I would have done this without there being more thought into maybe, you know, just doing this for a year or two and then going back to one race each year. Uh, and maybe that's in the cards. But that's, that's my thoughts on it. Is, you know, we started leaving these racetracks because they weren't hitting as big for two races. So I think... Uh, it, I think you'll see a dip in overall performance if we go to twice a year, but great racing. So, you know, we're going to gain great, great racing. I'm just iffy of, of how well that'll turn out running two races at each place a year. But if we reconfigure Atlanta, I think it, it might end up being for the better, especially once that surface wears in a bit. And now to the big one that I'm kind of iffy about. Um, and that is... Bristol on dirt. I think this will be a great race. And I think it's going to be a great race because our cars will not work great on dirt. I think that it'll it'll be, comparing them to a sprint car, it, they'll be terrible. But that's going to kind of be what makes it amazing. Uh, my only problem with doing this is that if you look at the top 10 races every year, rated by fans, um, and fans and experts, both bristles usually on there. And I think that they will both be th this next year. But the problem is we're, we're taking one of those races off and just substituting it with another one. Um, 
I, that's the only problem I see with it is like we're not gaining much of anything. We're just kind of substituting one great thing for another. We didn't take something that wasn't great and put it with something great. And uh, I know everyone's solutions, you know, hey, let's, why don't we run Eldora? Why don't we run Knoxville? D those racetracks probably aren't set up to host a big-time cup race. And, uh, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I've never been to Eldora. I've never been to Knoxville. But there's a lot of things you need to think about with infrastructure. And uh, so that, that would be the problem. And a lot of those dirt tracks don't have safer barriers, which is a necessary measure for cup tracks so it need some work um i just i think it's a great idea to run dirt but to substitute one great race to put on another one we think is going to be great i'm just iffy about that one i think it'll be a great race but we're losing a great race to to try to put on a great race and so that was my only problem with it um now with the the ugly now i know i talked earlier about nashville and how I didn't like it. Once that went off the schedule, my next least favorite track was Kentucky. So for me, <laughs> seeing Kentucky go off the schedule, I hate it for the people involved in the Speedway. I love it from a perspective of I have hated Kentucky ever since day one. Because these cookie-cutter tracks have just been a plague. We've built so many. And I know you can tell the fans, you know, oh, well, the backstretch is bowed at Chicago and Kentucky's wider and, and each track runs a little different. You can tell us that. You can tell fans that. But they don't see that. You know, yes, the it it races different in the car. Fans don't see that. And that's the biggest problem. We keep going to these racetracks that look so I I've been in Kansas Motor Speedway and had a glitch in the matrix moment where I was like, oh crap, am I in Kansas or am I in Chicago? They, they just look so much alike. So we just, we need to shake up these places. And I don't even think the answer would be to leave the locations. Just do something like we're doing at California where they're restructuring the track. You know, turn turn this two-mile oval into a short track. Okay, well, let's take, uh, let's take a place like Chicago and make it, we're just going to design it like Rockingham. Rockingham doesn't work. It's not in a good market. But we can build some of these tracks that are in good markets, just reshape them like these tracks like Wilkesboro, that the fans are craving for these kind of tracks to be back on the schedule. That's the only way we can recreate that magic. Wilkesboro is, if you've never been past it, it's in the middle of nowhere, all right? And that's a huge problem that people need to realize. Like The, the things we would need to do to rebuild that track and then trust people would come to these markets that are, they're just in the middle of nowhere, it's, it just won't work. And so I think the answer would be if you're reconfiguring a track, rebuild it like a Rockingham, a Wilkesboro, a Nazareth. But we haven't done that, and that's why Chicago's gone and why Kentucky's gone. So I hate to see the people who work at these tracks lose them. But I think it's a great thing. I think it's going to advance the sport more. So uh, we'll see how this plays out. But I, I'm I'm really appreciative of NASCAR for actually making wholesale changes, making big changes. And uh, I think it'll be a great year. I think we'll get answers very quickly as to 
uh, how these tracks play out, and I'm definitely looking forward to it.